trash. question I will ask God is why does his people suffer? You know, I'll explain a little bit. So like uh, I grew up with uh, my parents, but I used to spend summer and summers and like weekends at my grandmother's house, my dad's mom. And like out of everybody in my family, she was the one I was closest to. And with that, she was very sweet. She went to church all the time. Like she used to wake me up at 5 a.m. Because just her being so loud when she was in prayer, I would wake up. And it was like, this lady lived in prayer, but she lived in poverty. Like she had nothing. You know what I'm saying? She died with nothing. Like she, she, it was so, she was so poor where like you have to wash your hands in the sink and it would be a bucket in the sink. And that's the same bucket you got to pour in the toilet to flush the toilet. It's like, it was like, yo, how can somebody like that? I love you like that, dog, not good. So, that would be my question. Michelle, what would be your question? <laughs> Why don't you trifle it? Um, <laughs> I think mine would be personal, um, very selfish. I'd probably be like, why did you take my aunt? I never understood that. Um, I want to ask a million and one questions, but if I could ask one question, it would be that one. Alright, so mine is, um, I was really trying to think really hard about this, but the only thing that came to mind is actually a question I was thinking about last night. Um, y'all know like how they say like everything happens for a reason, which I believe in, but sometimes I feel like there's um, senseless deaths. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, I don't know, example, someone, I, I mean, there was this guy, I mean, let me not use him, but someone could you know just be living life like doing all the right things i don't know like a believer and next thing you know i don't know he's walking down the street you know and a drunk driver or something like that hits him and he dies and it's like why did that have to happen like i don't know senseless deaths like why did that so like when i hear about you know like certain people are dying from cancer like just like why yeah but you know i don't know that would be my question yeah um, for me, I would say why my parents split. Mm. We get vulnerable now. <laughs> we get vulnerable now. I ain't gonna lie to you. I want to dance on these topics a little bit because I see uh, three out of uh, three of us talked about death, and uh, Carolina, you also talked about the death of a relationship. And so, why do you guys feel like God allows us to suffer? What, mm. what what comes from that suffering? Mm. You know what, what? What does it say? The Bible suffer produces no, 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 no <laughs> perseverance. <laughs> yeah. What? Why do you feel? You really gotta go Bible verses. Why right. do you feel it? Oh, um, man. <sighs> um, it's funny. 
I feel like I'm about to, anyways, be suffering. But um, because, <laughs> because in suffering, a lot of things are developed. Like, I know we said, you said we don't have to go back, but that's, that's where I was going with it. Like, um, if you want to look at maturity, a lot of things you won't learn or you won't gain until you experience something. And, and sometimes it's, it's through suffering, it's through going through pain, it's through like, like all of that shifts your perspective. Um, and so I think it just births a lot of good things, a lot of things that we need in order to be, become a better person or, you know, where we're supposed to be in, as, a, as what God wants us to be, so, yeah. Again, to piggyback off her, I feel like it's like, like you said, sometimes you have to know the bad for you to appreciate the good. Like, you know how they say that thing? So it's like, okay, if I don't suffer, I wouldn't realize what happiness looks like, what joy looks like. Like, um, But then also, too, because Christ suffered for something he never did, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, suffer too. we chose to live and follow in his footsteps. So mm-hmm. I think that's why we suffer, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I think suffering, it brings you to God. Um, like, I remember my senior year, I was suffering like, mentally, and I no longer wanted to be here. But that was that, that was the year that I gave my life to God. Um, I was already down, so there was nowhere else up from there. So um, I feel like suffering eventually gives you to God. Mm. And, that's, mm. and that's, that's, that's so beautiful how, like, something like, that seems rough can also bring you a close relationship with God. You know, it's hard for like, think about like if you live in like Diddy. Diddy I'm gonna talk about Diddy, it was just his birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing so, that, he was showing that. Yeah, Diddy just turned 50, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But think about somebody like Diddy, who really got everything. He, he can buy whatever he desires to buy, mm. you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, he lives a certain life where it's like, Dang, like I'm all the way up here. Mm-hmm. And if you got, I don't know if you got followed Diddy like that, but in 2018, his uh, baby mama mm-hmm. that he was on and off with for years passed away. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if a billionaire can suffer, like, you know what I'm saying? So not even just us poor peasants, everybody suffers. Not a peasant. I ain't no peasant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody told me yesterday. Somebody, hey, I don't want it. Me. I don't know that. Like grilled cheese. That way. It wasn't grilled. It was just. It wasn't cooked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> cold. <laughs> but yeah, 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 man, y'all throwing me off. We talking about sorry, something. Apologize. Y'all got me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> all right, we gonna get pressure. We gonna get pressure. You dance on this. We coming back to you. Uh, what situation in life, right? Did you feel like you suffered, but you grew after it? Ooh. <laughs> um, I would say last year, um, my relationship with my ex. I, I would say between half of last year to like February of this year, I feel like I've grown a lot. Um, 
This year just started. No, sorry. 2018. 2019. So I guess 2018 through um, through the beginning of 2019, yeah. it was a growing process. I learned to love myself for who I am, not because of, you know, an item that I had or whatever. You know, I started to love me. I started doing things for me. started traveling more. Things like that. So I definitely enjoy the woman that I look at every day. Your woman. Excuse me? Yes, okay. I, I. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, though. And uh, what, what would you say was the main thing you took from that? Um, to not, to never like idolize or put something on a pedestal that's not God. That's what I did. So it taught me to like always leave God where He needs to be, and don't. There's no other God before Him or after Him. So yeah. It's a Kurt Franklin song, and it talks about that. It says, give me your idol, every God that you make. So basically, yeah, yeah, I can't say. But basically, it talks about, like, God takes your idols away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he took that. So it's so <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard because, like, it's easy, especially you know, Michelle's married. But it's easy to make your, your it's easy to make your spouse. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Now, so, okay, you agree. Now you okay. gave me a face earlier, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to make your spouse your idol. Know what I'm saying? I'm deep. All right, I'm good. I'm up. Oh god, mine actually sounds a lot like Carolina's. And I was like, oh my gosh, not this question. Ew. Yeah. But like, I, I couldn't think of anything else. Is is what was the question again? <laughs> I want to make sure. If y'all don't know Ella, she's a constantly <laughs> asked questions. Like, you ask her the question, she knows the question, question, and then she'll ask it again. So okay. the question was, all right. Yeah, you get. You she, she told okay, me. Okay, all right. Okay, so yeah, thank you. But um, no, that's that's really what it was. I was in a um relationship, and um, you know, after coming out of it, at first I really went through it, but um, now I just learned a lot from it, and. Um, it's just made me more wise. It's made me more, it's, it made me look at myself and like, um, my own like toxic traits or what I needed to work on, what I didn't have that I didn't realize that I, um, that I didn't at the time. And yeah, like making it your idol. Cause it was my idol at one point. And then not just that, but it also showed me how I didn't love myself like the way I needed to. Or, or the way I thought I did. Cause now, maybe, <laughs> it's different, you know? Like like she said, like I, it's literally like Carolina. Like now I, I'm proud of who I see in the mirror. Um, and I'm just, I'm really about working on myself. And if it's not serving me in a good way, I don't want it. Like, or if it doesn't line up with what God wants, I don't want it. And I'm like really intentional now. Because you know, I feel like we should be. Like, you have to be. So um, I'm grateful for it, you know, because it taught me a lot. And so, yeah, suffering produces good things. You just don't want it when it's happening. Yeah, good things. That's also what they call wise. If we got a wife that's not to speak, <laughs> go ahead and sell. <laughs> uh, first of all, I can't say a job. Um, okay, so I think for me, I will piggyback off of toxic relationships. And I want to talk more about the friendship aspect. Because again, I had a lot of toxic friendships that I kept giving myself or not, you know, like just 
doing everything and receiving nothing at the same time. And I guess sometimes too, when we think that we're in a relationship, whether a friendship, whether a relationship, if we give our all and the person doesn't give, it's, it's supposed to it's for us to like continue to keep giving or trying or doing. And some of the friendships I have, they were some haters. I ain't gonna lie. Like I kept trying or they kept putting me down or like uh, saying that like um, the last friendship I had, which made me not trust women or men in general, to be honest, um, said that I was fake, that I was this, I was that. I would never have friends. I would never, you know, be anybody. I'm the toxic one. And then sometimes too, we take on those words and we, we actually wear them. We actually become those words. But in that situation, I realized I only needed God to help me through that and to show me the way that he sees me. And I'm not any of those things. And I got friends now. So um, I think in that, like I suffered a lot because it's like, I actually took those words, whatever words people said about me, whether it was from family, whether it was from friends, whether it was from relationships, situationships, whatever you call that thing. Um, I took those words on and persisted with them and actually wore them like it was mine. So, mm. Mm. Man, I'm, I'm talking about my suffering. Uh, so I, I tell this story a lot, I believe, but it was a situation where I thought I was going to be a father and like my life was just going in shambles. I didn't know what I should do. I was trying to move back home. I was in Oklahoma at the time, so I was trying to move back home and try to get some money in my pocket. I was thinking about even being with the girl. It was the girl I met one night, did something with, and didn't even have her number. I was trying to like see how it looked for us to be together. I was like, no, it's not gonna work. So I just went through this long process of like trying to figure everything out. Right? And trying to do it by myself. Like, my training, I was taking Adderall so I can train harder and be like, so I can make it to the, like, but before it was like, I want to make it to the NFL, but when I thought the kids was around, I was like, I gotta make it to the NFL now. Uh-huh. So it's like my work that did change, everything changed. And then I ended up getting kicked off the team. Because uh-huh. uh, I was I was running around, I was running around trying to help her so much and like deal with the baby stuff that I wasn't going to study hall. I wasn't going to meetings. I was just doing Jarvis life. And like if the coaches had something to say about it, you know, I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I know how hard I work. I'm the best person on the team. I was arrogant. I was arrogant. I was arrogant. And what it showed me, like I lost, I feel like I lost all control that day. So it's like I went into like this, I was crying. Yeah, a, a real real one like Jarvis <laughs> was out there crying. I was crying. Really? I was crying so hard that my, my roommate woke up and he was like, bro, don't be all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he oh, cried. He cried with me with a little sauce. Oh, he cried with you? So, you know, I actually, I called my pops. I called my pops and my dad did the thing that he always do he was trying to blame me for the situation wow. and i went off like i went left i started bringing up my past you know like you keep something in the mm-hmm. you don't never do it like you. yeah <laughs> like, you did this you did this you did this you did this so it was like i went and i did all that but then i i thought emotionally prayed right and i really like prayed, prayed and like i called the girl and i said hey i'm getting ready to move back to florida i just got kicked off the team but I'm going to move back and I'm going to start getting me some money because I'm going to be working as a substitute down there. I already got my, my sub license. And she was like, uh, you don't really have to give me any money. Uh, you're not the father. Oh like, you know, uh, the weeks are off. 
actually. Stay. So the same day I found out I kicked off, the same day she told me that the lease were off and that I wasn't the child's father. So everything kind of, even it was a blessing and disguise. So I moved back home, I joined the church, and then like everything like fell into place. Like, I, didn't, I didn't grow up in the community. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have people that I was close with. And then to have this church, you know, everything kind of fell around. I felt like I was five different people where I was like goofy Jarvis at one place. I was playful. I was funny. I was angry. And I feel like all that kind of meshed in one and I was able to be myself. But it wasn't until I went through that suffering where I felt that freedom. You know what I'm saying? With suffering, though, we constantly going through it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're not suffering over that, you're suffering over something else, right? But we're going personal again. <laughs> so what's, what, is something, what is something that you need to give to God in this season of your life? What is something that you've been carrying? You know what I'm saying? I'll say my desires. I'll say my desires is because Jarvis desires to be in the NFL, be married, be a millionaire. It's like everything that I desire. I haven't gave to God. So when I do feel that like that weight of dang, you don't got nothing that you want right now. I go into like this dark place and I, I get mad, like secluded, or I get angry. And it's just like, dang, I feel like I feel like something's holding me back and I'm never gonna get what I, I desire. So that's the current suffering that I deal with. Hmm. It's a tough one. It's a tough one? Mm-hmm. You spoke first, so now you got an answer. Wow. <laughs> Elma? Wow. Um, I really don't have anything right now. Hold on. Um, it's not that bad. Um, current suffering. Uh, Be honest. Yeah. I think that, um, I don't know if this is like, if I should label it as a suffering, but a something I suffer with. But I think that my thoughts, like I, I'm too loud. Like, I feel like sometimes, um, like, God's trying to tell me something or, like, you know, in reference to my life, like, it, it could be whatever, um, or the direction I want, I might want to go in for certain things. And what I want to do, um, sometimes I feel like it's just what I want to do. And I don't know, I just feel clouded. And that's something, I feel like I'm always in that place and it's really annoying. Cause I want to be intentional about not being in that place, but I feel like, and me trying to do that, I'm still in it. So <laughs> it's a cycle. Yeah. But I don't know. That's me. I um, I think for me, I differ between two. It's like I like to wear a lot of hats and do everything, yeah. so I don't trust God to do it with me. Or you good? That's um, me. but <laughs> she, she had to make a side comment. But, um, but yeah, so I want to do like, okay, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm a friend, I'm a counselor, I'm whatever, you know, I'm putting out, out in the atmosphere. Um, but I want to do everything and I want to do it well. So if I feel like I don't do something well at work, everything else, like I'm trash at everything else. And I think it's the way that I view myself, how I view that God is actually helping me and that Michelle isn't actually doing it all on her own. But I be trying to pay superwoman, so that you good <laughs> but yes so that's that's definitely it mm. Mm. That's um else well, i'll get to my relationship with my like my parents maybe um 
to find like joy and suffering because you see how you just said like um like life is constantly like up and down up and down like i've met people that's like man things are going way too good like it's something bound to happen like it's about to go left real soon i don't like that i don't like to um i don't know i I don't like hearing that and i don't live in that kind of mind frame either so like i guess if you're not living that mind frame and then things do happen is it possible to find joy and suffering yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there is. I feel like there's, it just depends on, I guess, your maturity level and where your mindset is at. Because you can be, like, you're like, for example, your level of rich and my level of rich may be different. Mm-hmm. But you could probably be having a ball with your $2 and I'm over here, like, barely making Stressing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, with 10 grand, I'm stressing out. So I think um, it just depends on your perspective on. Yeah, I think it just goes back to your perspective and where you are. And I think the more you trust God is like, oh, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? Like if your perspective changes, if your heart changes, if your posture changes, then it doesn't look that bad. But if your mindset or your focus isn't on God, it's kind of like a dang, I'm suffering. I don't got $2. How am I going to make this stretch for the rest of the week? Like... If you think that, okay, God is going to be my provider, you're like, somebody finna bless me, like, coming up. I'm going to eat. But if your perspective is, I ain't got nothing, it's only me, I'm the only one doing this, why am I suffering? It's two different outlets. So I think it just, it really does go back to perspective, but it goes back to your trust in God. Do you think he's actually going to do it? Hmm. So now y'all kind of made me switch up all the little crazy stuff. (laughs) I was just talking about lines. But, uh, so you think... It's almost a choice then. Where it's like how I see it. 
So like, if I don't see my breakup, I don't see my friends talking about me, I don't see my desire to do the negative thing. You know what I'm saying? And so if I see it as like, this is something where God is in and God is working through this, I have peace. It's not suffering. Yeah, because I think for me, especially when it came to the friendship, it was like, not only did it put a perspective for me, like, what did I need to do better in a friendship? Because sometimes you have to reevaluate and see, like, what part did I play in? I had to do that, um, had to realize, uh, you know, there were some parts where you messed up at, but then also realizing, like, I don't have this toxic relationship holding me back anymore. So again, as much as I wanted to keep it and like, oh, yeah, this is a friendship or this is the person that I'm pursuing. Um, but that person wasn't for me and God removed that person out of my life. And then I got to really trust in other people or realize like, oh, everybody's not the same. Because if I walked around with that, everybody's the same. I wouldn't be friends with a lot of people that I am with now. So again, I think sometimes it is about trusting God and fixing your eyes on him and realizing like, okay, God, this situation is horrible. It's trash, but you're in it because at the end of the day, you want good for me. So you know what's best for me. You already planned out my futures. You already planned out my steps. So technically, it's bad for right now, but I know it's going to get better. Or I know you're doing this for my best. This is actually what I need. So. Yeah. And that's the kind of mindset I try to have in life. Like I tell people all the time, like God just be dragging us, like just dragging us through the mud. But he's like, it's for your good. And so like when I'm going through stuff, I'm like... You know this this is this is really bad <laughs> but you know what god i know you know what you're doing so i'm gonna just trust that like there's there's i'm gonna come out of this better mm -hmm. and it's for my good same thing i yeah. had tamana say that actually on the last episode she said uh if it you're not walking god. with god you're getting dragged by god <laughs> that's crazy yeah he yeah. would be setting us up yeah. there's um there's a scripture that says kind of all joy when you face various trials james James yeah, James. 112. Yeah, and it's, it's going through like a process that, you know, long suffering produces, uh, well, well, yeah, the testing of faith produces long suffering. Yeah. So um, I, it's like God wants us to be complete, made whole. And yeah. that's when the coming of Jesus. So throughout life right now, we're going to be going through it. And then once we're, right. yeah, once we're complete, <laughs> it's when we're going to be really, really one with Him. Yeah. So, that's crazy. But I think we're dragged because sometimes of our attitude and our posture towards it. Sometimes it's not that he's dragging us, but we be dragging our feet too. But like, yeah. nah, I don't mm -hmm. want that. So again, yeah. not only does he drag, but yeah. I think it's the way that we like, nah, you good. Like, God, I don't want to hold on to him. He good to me. Yeah. When he not, yeah. And he loves you so much that he wants you to walk in purpose. So let's talk about that. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. We gonna back it up, and then we gotta close out soon. But uh, basically, you know, we're born into the world with sin. Through Adam, through Adam, through man, sin came into the world. So we're born with this sin. And then, you know, Jesus lived a perfect life. And he died a perfect death for us. In that perfect death, uh, we have restored relationship. In his resurrection, we have restored relationship with Christ. So we have access to God. And he wants us to walk in purpose. But we have this thing where it's like, man, I want to do this. I want this. I want this. And it's hard for us to get past what we desire and actually see what God desires for our lives, right? So we're going to close all this off. And you guys are the prayer team. Uh, most of the prayer team or the whole prayer team? Is there? I, so, no, yes. so since we are the prayer team, I wanted you guys to do something special. Uh, not only give our prayer request today, but let's actually, I want you guys to pray ourselves. And I want you guys to pray for our guests. I don't know what they're going through, 
Why don't you guys just say a prayer broadcast? Oh. So first, you guys can give your prayer request really fast. Um, prayer request, I would ask for boldness and to continue to hear God's voice. Um, my prayer request is for God to preserve me. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is just, you know, uh, my entire life. Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. I just feel like I have so much to ask for. So just, you know, God knows. Just everything. My, you know, perspective, trusting, boldness, faith. The list goes on. Mm-hmm. And I actually want to interview you guys again to talk about the importance of prayer. And with that, can you guys pray us out really fast? All right. Pray in unison. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for who you are and who continues to be. I just want to say thank you, God, for allowing us to be here this day. I just want to say thank you for this podcast and this opportunity to be able to speak up through you and for you, God, that this um, podcast may be able to be reached and that it may be able to be influential to the people around us. Lord, we lift up um, the prayer request from guests one, two, and three. Um, I ask you, God, that you continue to just have your hand on the guests as well as the host drivers. We just want to say thank you for this platform that it may be able to reach people that it may not be able to reach. So we just ask you, Lord, that you just continue to inspire and give great topics and give a place and a thing that we can actually do. So thank you, God, for what you are doing and what you continue to do. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. And this is another episode of Look at God podcast. Be sure to look look up and see what we got for uh, week five. All right. Thank you for